A pleasant morning to everyone. I am the Reverend John Pinder, and I am the Assistant Curate at Christ Church Cathedral, New Providence. Welcome to the Anglican Diocese's Morning Devotions for Wednesday, November 22, 2023. Today we celebrate the Feast of St. Cecilia, the Patroness of Music and Virgin and Martyr. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who kindled the flame of your love in the heart of your holy martyr, Cecilia, grant to us, your humble servants, a like faith and power of love, that we who rejoice in her triumph may profit by her example. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Word of God, written in the Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 10, beginning at the 38th verse. Luke, chapter 10, verses 38 to 42. Now as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed Jesus into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But Jesus answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of Christ. Praise to Christ our Lord. Luke chapter 10 and verse 42. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. For just a few moments, my sisters and brothers, I want us to reflect on these words from Jesus to Martha. In our reading for today, we recount the story of Martha and Mary, who along with their brother Lazarus were dear friends of Jesus and they lived in the town of Bethany. And of course, given Jesus's reputation and the, the kind of friendship that they had, 
it is possible to and easy to imagine that Martha wanted everything perfect for when Jesus came to visit. And as she prepared for Jesus, Martha was busy going about and preparing the house and doing all of the things that she thought was necessary while her sister Mary, who lived with her and who she thought was obligated to help her because they were entertaining the same individual while Mary was simply sitting at the feet of Jesus. Martha did not get the help that she wanted from her sister Mary and it wasn't that Mary was lazy. It's just that Mary had prepared as well as Martha but then she stopped and she sat at Jesus's feet. And we recount where Jesus tells Martha that Mary has chosen the better part. Given the humble nature of who Jesus is and who Jesus was in the ancient times, it is no surprise to us that we see Jesus is appreciative of the service that Martha has to offer him. We know that Jesus teaches us that in order to, to be served, one must first learn to serve. They said the Son of Man did not come to serve, but to be served. Jesus, throughout his ministry, always exemplified this idea of servanthood. And so we're not surprised that Jesus appreciates the, the, the service that Martha is giving, but it could be a bit surprising that Jesus, though, tells Martha that her sister Mary has chosen the better part, that the fact that she was not engaged in service was the better part. The fact that she was sitting at his feet was the better part. It's easy for us to read the story and think, well, Martha was busy, engaged in, in service. But I think another lens by which we can view this is not that she was busy, but that she was distracted with her service. Busyness is one thing, but a distraction suggests that there is something else that Martha should have been focusing on. And so Martha was not just busy with service, Martha was distracted with her service. Mary would have done everything that she needed to do, and then once her service was done, she sat at the feet of Jesus. She did not allow her service to distract her. Martha, on the other hand, became very, very distracted. She became so distracted that she missed the point of this encounter. She became so distracted that she missed the fact that Jesus was sitting in the midst of them, this great teacher who would have taught hundreds and whose reputation would have preceded him and who would have performed all of these miracles was in her very home. And rather than take in all that he had to offer, she was busy being distracted preparing for him. And I think in, that in and of itself is a valuable lesson for us. Those of us who 
are involved in, in a number of things in our lives, things that we consider very important. Because you see, for, for Martha, preparing for Jesus was important. But it was so important that she became distracted in preparing that she missed out on the one she was preparing for. And I believe for a lot of us, we can find ourselves in the same shoes as Martha. That we are so busy doing everything, or should I say distracted, doing everything that we feel God wants us to do in our personal lives, in our secular lives, in our church lives, that we end up missing out on the very presence of God that completely surrounds us. We live in a very high demanding world. There's always something to do. If you have a job, you'll know that work never stops. There is always something to be done at your workplace. Your job is often very demanding of you. If you are in a relationship, that relationship is demanding of you. If you have children, those children can be very demanding of you with clubs and sports and extra classes for school. If you are involved in church, church is always demanding of your time because there is always something to be done. We, we live in a society that is very high, in high demand. There is always something for someone to do. And don't get me wrong, all of these things that we engage ourselves in at work, the things that we engage ourselves in in our personal lives, the extracurricular activities, the organizations that we are a part of, they are important. The, the things that we allow our children to be in, they are important. The commitment that we have to our work is important. The commitment that we have to our churches and to our ministries and to the things that God calls us to do, these things are important. They are geared towards making us better people. They are geared towards allowing us to be financially solvent, to allow our children to be somebody in this society, to making our organization great, to making our churches function. These things that we get ourselves in, they do serve a purpose. They do build us up. They do give us a sense of satisfaction. But sometimes we can become so busy doing all of these things that we get distracted by them. We get distracted of the fact that all of these things are done to bring out the best in us. These things are done to bring out the best in who we are and who God is calling us to be. We get so distracted in doing all of these other things that God has placed in our lives that we neglect the fact that it is God who first and foremost calls us, that it is him who has enabled us, that it is him who has strengthened us and empowered us to do all of these things. And we become so distracted with the servanthood that we forget the God in whom the service is directed toward. We become burnt out and the things that should make us better individuals make us bitter. We become more focused on us. We get caught up in our achievements, our abilities, what our successes are, our benchmarks and our goals. We, we get caught up on, in obtaining the, the earthly reward and we miss out on that heavenly treasure. 
Because yes, all of the things that we are involved in, they bring us a satisfaction of life. They keep us engaged and they allow us to make some money and to have a quality of life. They allow our children to be somebody. They allow us to be in relationships. But what we fail to realize is wherever we find ourselves, whatever sphere of life we are in, whatever it is that we are called to do, whatever garden we are planted in, there is a physical and an earthly objective, but there is also opportunity for mission and ministry. There is always the God factor involved. And when we become Become distracted with the earthly engagements, we neglect the heavenly mission. We neglect the fact that we are in our workplaces, yes, to earn a living, but also to spread the gospel. We neglect the fact that, yes, we are raising children so that they can be productive members of society, but we also should train up a child in the way that he or she should go. And when they are old, they will never depart from it. We get involved in church and in all of these other activities so that we can meet people and we can be someone, but we neglect the fact that everything we do should shape us more and more to be Christ-like. We become focused on our achievements. We try to, to play God. We Our faith becomes all about us doing things on our own, our own strength, our own abilities, our own accord and not surrendering to God, not sitting at his feet. The reality is when we are engaged in service, like Martha, we are pouring out, but you cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot pour if there is nothing there. We, like Mary, have to learn to set the boundaries to say no. We, like Mary, have to know when to stop and to sit at Jesus' feet. We, like Mary, have to know when to stop pouring out so that we can be poured in. And so my encouragement to all of us this morning, as we go about our spiritual lives, as we find ourselves engaged at work and at home and at church and wherever it is that we are in our lives, whatever it is that we are doing, wherever it is that God has placed us to, yes, go to our various areas of ministry, whatever that ministry is in or out of the church and go there with a servant mind, but do not get distracted by the busyness. But know when to pause and to sit at the feet of Jesus, know when to stop and to pray and to talk with your God and then listen for what your God has to say to you. Know when to open up his word and hide that word in your heart that it may be a light unto your path. Let us strive daily to, yes, be busy, to be engaged, to be servants, to, to be in discipleship, but also to know when to choose the better part because all of that other stuff means nothing if God is not in the mix. If you become so focused on doing and being busy and you neglect the fact that it is God who placed you on that platform in the first place, then all of what you are doing will not last because only what is done for God will last. And so my family, my encouragement to all of us today is to sit at the feet of Jesus. Sit at his feet when we come to our worship spaces and to intentionally focus on the word of God, to intentionally focus 
on feeling and experiencing the presence of God and to not be distracted by the petty things that we could get caught up in from time to time. When we sit at his feet, let us sit at his feet to hear from God, to speak to God, to commune with God, to be poured into so that when we do leave from that place, but never his presence, we can then go out and pour into others. We, like Mary, are encouraged then to choose the better part, which will not be taken away from us. Amen. I'd like to thank you for tuning in and ask that you please share this devotion with as many persons as possible. God bless you. Just a closer